The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gaming with Scissors podcast. I am Nitro Weasel 3K and I had to stop Googling men's rompers to be on this podcast. So you're very intrusive in my life. I am joined as always by Piper. Greetings, senor. Were you looking for men's rompers on the internet too? Uh, I vaguely know what a romper is. Yeah, men's rompers. They're all the rage. Look it up. Everybody's either mad at them or loves them. And I think the whole thing is dumb. But that's fine. It's like a, it's like a business romper? No, no. It's like a men's romper. It's like a men's onesie with, with shorts. Size shorts. Oh, I want one. Yeah, dude. Look it up. Google. All right. Done. Uh, so I'm also here with uh, Nick, aka Zero Ping. What's your feelings on men's rompers? Um, no. Welcome to the men's romper <laughs> podcast. Hey, everyone does their own thing. Where this is? Hey, you're in the romper business now. This is the romper business. Romper business podcast. Sean, can we get some gaming with scissors rompers? Yeah. Oh yes, we can. Uh, I'm already working on it as we speak. Excellent. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> It'll have our faces on them. Just on the ass cheeks. Uh, it'll be like those t-shirts that I designed. Oh. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, um, we are uh, we are back, back, back. Not, a lot of us got super busy this last week, so we didn't have a whole lot of stuff going on in our kind of what did we play. Uh, and uh, instead of a news story, I think we're going to do an opinion piece later on the show. So stick around. Um, first, I guess let's do our tradition. Nick, what gaming related goodies did you do this week? Well, I had an eBay pickup, uh, grabbed a 980 GeForce 980 four gig, mm. um, for a pretty decent price. So I did wanted to, wanted to kind of push it a little bit, played some dark souls, uh, didn't push it at all with overwatch, but I did play some of that. So you finally played Overwatch for four minutes? Oh yeah. I played like four whole rounds. Did you win? Uh my team won. Son, I am disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the most damage, I think. Who did you play as though? That's what the important thing is, is who who did you pick? You know who I played as. Did you play as Bastion? No. No, Bastion. Sorry, you're, you're fired for this podcast. Yeah, he played Soldier. That's fine. Yeah, I that's played that's, that's okay. Because Lucio bad. Lucio bad. This I always is... play I always play Lucio bad. <laughs> well, Soldier feels a lot more like a Quake type player. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it just feels like playing Quake to me, and I can do that. But we got some Quake Quake Talk Live coming up. 
quick similar <laughs> games we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, they just want to fight people. And then you play Dark Souls three. Is that that's that's done? Yeah, the red the last uh, expansion for that's out, and they're done with Dark Souls now, right? Like completely done, done. Yeah, that's it. Uh, my my brother and his wife picked up the uh, kind of the uh, season pass for Dark Souls, and they were playing through that. I went over there with my new card and fired up my game and was real sad because I've reloaded Windows since then, so I was starting from scratch. What? It, it didn't it didn't save it? Nope. It does not do the Steam uh, Cloud. That game is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed with that. My brother has like 100% completion on all those games on his uh, PS3 and PS4. Ah, why? I don't understand. I don't understand this game. My brother likes games that like make him cry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm bad at them. I've started playing through them with him. Uh, we were playing through two and uh, I was having fun, but I think I was only having fun because I was playing with him. You weren't yeah. having fun. You're well, no, it's not, it's, if you have another person, it's not that bad because because they can take the heat. But if you're trying to play those games by yourself, you might as well just walk into traffic. Just lay down, play play human speed bump. Get good, son. Get no, good. No, there is no getting good. <laughs> there is getting good. <clears throat> no, there's not. <laughs> yeah, it's I I don't and that's the thing. Like there now, there's all these other like Souls like games coming out too. So there is um oh god, what Lords of the Fallen and that game. You can talk about a game that's just not good. Lords of the Fallen is just not good. You know, I didn't mind the first one. They took like the Dark Souls formula. Yes. And then uh, ruined it. So that's that's the thing that they did. <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as you're making it out to me. It was like, it's for people that uh, aren't good at Souls games. See, I actually found it more frustrating the Souls game because I couldn't even get past the first area. And the Souls games, I don't have a problem with like the first few enemies that I come up against. Yeah, and I actually do feel like I'm accomplishing something. But with that game, I got super pissed and just stopped playing before I like I saw the first boss one time and was like, "Nope, we're done with this forever." So that's how I played that game. I don't. I, I liked it less than my Dark problem Souls. with that game was the fact that uh, I didn't pay attention to the tutorial so i missed how to lock on to enemies so i had no freaking clue what i was doing <laughs> how far in did you get a little way i don't i don't know probably not very far i don't play games for very long that's the problem yeah well there's so many things i just feel overwhelmed sometimes with the amount the sheer amount of games that are out there i'm just like oh god there's so many things i want to play and everybody's telling me how great all these games are and i'm like how are you playing all these I don't understand. I can only focus on one thing at a time. So they don't have lives. I know something. Something. Everybody has that friend that just buys every game that comes out. They're like, "Yeah, I played it. It was really good." I'm like, "How much did you actually play it?" Because this week you're playing something different. I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. I got this. Fr- I have a friend named John. So John, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. He literally he gets every game that comes out, and he plays through every game that comes out. And I don't know. He's like. A, all his collection, he has a hundred percent completion on it. Is he looking to write for a game blog or he used to, <laughs> he used to do some stories for us, but uh that's just crazy. I don't under I can't understand. I think I have beaten like a hundred percent, maybe like like recently, like newish games. I think I've probably beaten like two games all the way through. 
I don't remember the last. Oh, no. Yeah, I do. I just beat uh, uh, Until Dawn. So, yeah, I did just beat that not that long ago. I was going to say I can't remember the last time I beat a game, but that I don't know if that counts. I, see, I don't know if that game counts because it's one of those uh, experience movie-ish type games It's where it's not really... So it's just game. a story. Yeah, you're just experiencing a story and interacting with it more than anything. See, I like those games. Um, you know, Indigo Prophecy and that kind of stuff. I like those. So those are good games. Yeah, I think my last game was Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm? Did the HD collection, the real sweet one that just came out? No, the original one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it off G2A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear it from you. You got Dawn of War 3 from G2A. Hey, no, I didn't. You didn't? You didn't get it from them? Uh, no. Oh, I thought you did. For the purpose of this recording, no, I did not get it from them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. We're leaving it in. Good. Good. <laughs> so, uh, what else? No, you know, I know what else you played. You also played The Last of Us, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. We're totally, we're on it today. Look at this. Who am I? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally played a uh, little bit of The Last of Us uh, re- remaster on PS4. Uh, still haven't beat it. Boo, dude! What? Why? How? How do you? I, I don't understand how you play any any period of time in that game and don't get hooked to the point where you have to finish it. I I, I think I knocked that game out in I was like two or three days. Like I just sat down every day that I had even like a second and just hammered through as much of it as I could. I literally, I've been stuck like twice, I think. Um, I was just having a rough time getting through a couple of areas and uh, set it down and <laughs> months go by. So, But you're playing Dark Souls. Yeah. What I mean, it's play? a different experience. It really oh is. Oh, my God. No, yeah, one's it, a terrible one and the other's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make everybody mad. One's a, <laughs> one's a game where you just don't have the appropriate um inventory to get past an area and you really just got to get a little bit lucky you gotta you gotta break into all the rooms that you can break into scissors that's that's the key to that game is finding all the scissors because you you have to break into the you can use them for like lock picks or whatever you can break open doors and uh you got to collect up all that kind of stuff and i always had i always had the max amount of those can bombs that you can buy like the shrapnel bombs mm-hmm. i always had myself maxed on those so if I got to an area where I didn't, you know, I was almost maxed, I would search around until I was totally maxed out before I'd go to the next area. Just because that way, if I ever did get stuck, I would just throw those bombs at whatever and keep moving. So, I mean, maybe that's why I liked it better because I was super anal about that. But yeah, I could, I could not put that game down. I powered through that and the expansion. And then I started playing a ton of the multiplayer. Have you played the multiplayer yet? No, no, haven't even touched it. I highly recommend you try that. Okay. It's an experience. It's same controls, same aesthetic, same idea as the single player game. But I think it's like teams of four. So it's four on four. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot of that like sneaking and people can sneak up behind you and hit you in the, they can just dome you with a bat or, you know, they can stab you with one of their little scissor knives or it's kind of interesting. So it's, it's a lot of sneaking. It's not like run, 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 shoot, 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 run, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. There is some of that, but it's a lot like the normal game in that, that's really not going to do you any good in the long run. Hmm. So, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. So uh, are you thinking you're going to continue to play that? Because he's done with it. I, I'm pretty sure that's not on the Nintendo switch. <laughs> <That is> not. <laughs> yeah. 
It is not on the Switch. That is true. Um, yeah, I'll probably try to power through it. Let you people should. know how I, you know, how I feel about it at the end. Then you and I can fight about it. That sounds good. Let's just do like this. We do everything else. Just fighting. <laughs> I'll fight. Now about we just fight. We just fight all the time. It's good. Uh, give you a good natured ribbon while I wear my man romper. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> all right. Uh, is that it? Is that all you play this week? That's it. Yeah, I had a house guest this week, uh, so that it kind of uh, changed the way that I could play or where or where I can play. So social interaction is terrible. I've I've decided to, to stop doing it. I do less of it now than ever before. It's, <laughs> it's too peopley outside, so I usually stay inside. But then when they come inside, it makes things just awful. And you got to go outside, and it's just a it's just a mm, whole to do. It's no good, no good. <laughs> right, and then you just go to your house, and then you have to scream into a microphone to two strangers on the internet, and then I record it and throw it up somewhere else on the internet. And then the two people listen to it, so we're good. Hey, hey, hey! No, actually, <laughs> we're having a lot of people listen to it. Oh yeah, we're we're we have like we we have a, what almost an equivalent number of international listeners as we had in, in the states. What is it? Isn't it like we've got people in like France and what world do we have? Um, oh, so I know there are some people in like Africa that are listening. Yeah. And the Netherlands and uh, oh, I can't remember all the places. That amazes me. Yeah. Well, awesome. we, got, we have some international people. So that's cool. So if you are international, we appreciate you listening and uh, we hope you're enjoying it. And if you are, here's what we could do. This will be fun. Go over to iTunes right now and leave a review. Five stars, of course. And tell us where you're from. That'll be fun. Do that, please. We especially want to know which French person it is that thinks that we're awesome. Yeah, specifically which, which, yeah, if you are the French person, you've been with us pretty much since episode one. So if you are from France and you are listening to this, please fo- follow us on, on uh, social media. Look for Nerd Life TX and uh, follow us on there and let us know who you are because that's really cool of you. And actually, if, if you are the French person, uh, I will give you a free game key. Boom. You have to message me and let me know that you live in France and you listen to us and you'll get a free game because I got a bunch of them to give away. So you should do that. There you go. Boom. No, but the, the crazier thing is we have about people from nearly half of the states in the United, in the U.S. that are listening. Uh, the thing that blows me away is, so I'm in Texas and you guys are in Ohio, but we have more people in New York listening to us than anywhere else. I know zero people that live in New York. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know anybody either. So on, if, according to Blog Talk Radio's statistics, um, 29% of our listens this month have come from New York, and 21% are Texas, and 14 are o- Ohio. Oh, that's that crazy. crazy to me. We must have pissed off somebody in, tech, or in, uh, New, York. in New York. Like, they're listening to us out of spite. They're, they're like, like oh, do you believe these you. motherfuckers? Listen to this shit. I can't believe it. I love the Nintendo Switch. I'm going to knife this guy. <laughs> yeah man i have no idea it's, I'm, I'm happy with it but it's like it's all of the west coast listens to us and almost all of the east coast listens to us just the middle of the country is just nothing that's not which our is, market yeah, which is where nick and i are from we're literally we're almost the literal middle of the country well not the literal middle but yeah we're we're technically the midwest and we've got like nothing it is a giant dead zone it's like cell phone signals it's a giant <laughs> dead zone in the middle of the country we also have a lot of people in Illinois. Yeah, see, that's weird too. Unless, because like my wife lived in uh, Chicago. 
for yeah. a while. So like, I don't know if it's maybe one of her friends listening, but the thing is she doesn't share like when we post something new. So, She's like, I hate this. Yeah. So I don't know how they would <laughs> like, how would they find us? I don't, I don't know. Well, uh, the internet I'm guessing. Well, yeah, but I mean like, <laughs> That's, that would be my only tie to Illinois. It's not unless it's just a bunch of stranger dangers, which is cool with me. Hey, if you if you if you don't know us and you want to listen to us talk, I'm all right with that. It's that's sweet with me. You can interact with us all you want. You, know, you can listen to this. You can yell at us on you know social media. You can play games with us on the interwebs. That's cool with me. I'm fine with that. I only play Bejeweled with fans though. Yeah, only Bejeweled. I only play Tetris Attack. So. Yeah, you know, the worst version of Tetris. <laughs> so, is that the Disney uh, one? No, that's that weird one that came out on like PS2 where it was like four people Tetris, but it like uh, had all those weird game modes in it. And there was very, like, even the regular version of Tetris was kind of wonky. I don't know. It was not great. I have it oh, somewhere. Tetris Attack was the SNES one with Yoshi and whatnot. Uh, I no, think that was Yoshi was... Cookie. No. Oh. That Yoshi cookie is something different. There, there was an N64 one that was like a Disney Tetris. That's I've never played that. Can I be yeah. Aladdin? No, I don't know. I, I Can I be I, Mulan? I, no, I don't think it's Mulan. <laughs> uh, I want to be Simba. The, <laughs> I don't think you get to choose the character. I've never played it, though. I do know. I, I found it at a flea market one day. I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh, it's like Tetris. I'll buy this. I never heard of it. So it's in my 64 collection. So. Is Gizmo Duck in it? What? I don't know. <laughs> I've never played it. We should, you should stream that. Uh, I might. Maybe just just that. to be like, hey, what the hell is this game? What the hell is this game stream? Maybe we should do 6 that. 6 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, once a week. I need to, since I'm at home all the time now, maybe we should just stream uh, a game and just, what the hell is this game? Yeah, I was thinking maybe it'd be a good idea if we just plan something like every Saturday that we're not doing. We record these on Saturdays. So I was thinking like every other Saturday that we're not recording these, maybe we do like a live stream. Don't give away all the magic. There ain't no magic yeah. here, sir. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I lifted up the curtain. I'm just an old man. I'm just an old man. I ain't a wizard. I ain't a wizard. And I'm going to give you courage. It's just a handgun. I'm buying you a plane ticket. I'm going to give you a handgun. That's courage. What's, what's... I'll make you into a real boy like Pinocchio. Or whatever you want. I forget what the I forget what the other guy wanted. I'm gonna blow your arms off and give you robot arms. Now you're a boy. <laughs> you're a real boy. Your your name is Jackson. You're can, not your canonical in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh God. All right. Enough of this gooey show of emotion. We have to take a break. So uh, hang out through the break for more amazing content and discussion about men's rompers after this break. And metal arms. And metal arms and jacks and Mortal Kombat lore. There's no more Mortal Kombat. No, there's really not anymore. That's that's the extent of my Mortal Kombat lore. So, <laughs> uh, all right, so we we will be back. Okay, we are back. It's always really weird when we do the breaks because in real life there's nothing there. It's just us not talking for like three seconds. <laughs> so, shut up! Shut up! Just quiet for a second. I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation in that amount of time. <laughs> How many times? Uh, three. How many? Th- three, three, three times. Three times. I watched it three times. Three times a lady. That's right. I watched it three times. I watched three, three copies of Mortal Kombat Annihilation three times. That means uh, Mortal Kombat third movie confirmed. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Piper, you played some games this week, and one of them that we played, a couple of them we played, are going to overlap, but I think there's one that you and I are going to want to talk about. 
do we really want to talk about it? I think we should, considering that there is no NDA on it. They're very that's like their whole thing. It's like we don't have an NDA. You could do whatever you want. And I think that that might be a problem for this particular game. <laughs> it's gonna turn into that. Uh, okay, we'll start with the Goodens. Um, so I I don't remember who told me to play it. Nick, it might have been you, but did you tell me to play Hollow Knight? Uh, we discussed it a little bit. Holy crap, that game is good. <laughs> oh man. I okay, so I am in love with platformers. Maybe that's that's my like four-year-old self playing on the Nintendo, but I I love platformers. And kind of um when Ori and the Blind Forest came out, it kind of changed my life and really my perspective on what a platformer needs to be like current generation right now. And uh and it, it kind of has tainted what before would have been a really good game. Like for instance, I love Shovel Knight. Uh, I got to play Shovel Knight before it came out, uh, which was really cool. Um, Yacht Club, uh, they sent me an early copy. I got to play through it, and I was like, oh, I love this game. This reminded me of you know being a kid playing Mega Man and stuff like that. And then shortly after that is when Ori and the Blind Forest came out, and it just blew my mind. Like, oh my gosh, like this game is so good. Hollow Knight has been the closest thing that I've played in a long time that has reminded me of Ori and the Blind Forest. It's not as difficult, which is nice. It, it, it was a really cool, I don't want to say it's a casual game, but it's a game that I can easily sit down and I can get lost in and not get frustrated. I loved it. It was such an awesome game. So if you want a cool, hand-drawn looking platformer that has um, some, you know, Castlevania I, or I hate Metroidvania. I hate that as a title, but that's what it is. It's really Metroidvania-esque, but it's a good game and it's beautiful. So if you want to check that out, that's a good game. Um, I've also been playing uh, two games that I recently got from Humble Bundle. So one of them was a game called Flat Heroes, which again, this is, I, I didn't realize this, but this is a, this, my whole list is going to be platformers almost, except for the, the shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Flat Heroes, have you, have you guys played it? I don't think no. I've even heard of it. Okay, I've yeah. It. That's me. I ended up playing some weird, really obscure games. But, so Flat Heroes, it, it's a platformer, and it, it's, you're a, like a, the shape and you have to not die so there's like lasers that are shooting at you and there's like spikes and stuff but it's like it's, it's just like shapes that's it it's all it's very minimal and so it's, so it's real life the goal is just to not die well it is not die but imagine <laughs> this is the most realistic you, game i ever played i just am not supposed to die <laughs> no, i mean like it, it's it's just all geometric so that's what's kind of like strange about it you're just like a little, little like square and that's it. And then the bad guys are like lasers and balls. Is it kind of like <laughs> Thomas was alone? You know what? I've never played Thomas was alone. So oh, it dude, might it's, be. It's Thomas was alone is fun. It's you get to be different shapes. It's a platformer where you're different shapes and each shape has like their own ability. Like the square can't jump very high, but it can slide and it can float. And the, the, uh, kind of long, tall rectangle. He can jump really high cause he's taller so he can get a bigger jump. And I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Well, no, this one is like, each level is different and you have levels with it and like a stage and you just keep going. And I went, I think I, was, I made it to like stage two, but there's a lot of levels in a stage. It's, it's a ton. And there's no, like, they don't give you any information on what you're about to do. So you have to figure it out. And it's all pattern based. 
Um, but it, it is a platformer. There's platforms you jump around, you don't you don't die. So it's it's a cool game. Um, so I played that a little bit, and uh, then right before we started the show, I was playing a game called Super Rude Bear Resurrection, <laughs> and this game again platformer, but it's a Twitch platformer. So kind of like a uh, Super Meat Boy. Oh, okay. So oh, it's one okay. of those like we're we're purposely infuriating. Like I want to be the guy. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, n- not as bad as I want to be the guy, but it, it's difficult. So you're just making it, it's more like Super Meat Boy. You're making it through your state, the stages, and then there's like swinging axes and spikes and like really difficult jumps. So it was fine. It was easy for me to turn off. I can say that. <laughs> so it was super memorable, is what you're saying. Ten. Yeah, 10. it was. It was one of those probably like it, it kind of reminded me of like a game jam game. Ah, okay. So like an indie DB game or something. Yeah, you just, like you just like the, blow through it and you're done with it. Yeah, and well, I mean, there's a lot of stages in it. So more in the sense of like the art style, it seems kind of canned. But uh, other than that, I mean, it's it's a fun game. Uh, so it's like an arcade game. Yeah, yeah. I I paid tw- you know I got it in the humble monthly, so I paid twelve bucks. It was in there this past month, and I was like, oh, cool. So I just tried it out. It's fun. Yeah, I don't have the humble bundle anymore because they you let me down. No, after this month with the garbage game that they're going to give some... Okay, maybe this is me. Have you guys seen what they're giving in Humble Monthly? The one game that they let you know? Stellaris? Yeah, they look... I I try to watch some videos on it, and I just got... I got irritated watching a video. (laughs) That's a Nick game. Oh, my... Okay, I like... I like kind of like, you know, Civilization and SimCity and stuff like that. Uh, But this... God, the game just looks so boring. It's lots of numbers and just space, and there's not anything going on in space. It's just like it's like normal space. I don't want any part of it. And this is the United States. We don't have to believe in math and science anymore. Oh, whatever. No, I don't want. <laughs> I'm de- I'm definitely gonna. Well, you know what? I, I might keep it, and then I'll just give that away. Somebody else might like it. Some some nerd. Yeah, some nerd nerd living their life. Nerd, nerdlifetx.com, that website you should be waiting. It's like that. Nick, you already have that game? <laughs> I don't I don't have that game. Well, you can have it. Yes. <laughs> See, yep. See, everybody online right now listening, you all missed out. It's because you didn't you weren't on the website quick enough. If you would have if you, <laughs> if you would have been on the website know. right now, you would have If you were listening to, to this free. podcast live right now, you could have messaged us, but you weren't. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah, because <laughs> this is on you. It really is. This is your fault, not ours. All right, so are we going to talk about the hot garbage, or do we want to wait until you go through your stuff, Matt, and then we can collectively talk about hot garbage? I'll go through my stuff real quick, because my first two things are going to be quick, and then it's hot garbage time. All right, let's do it. Uh, um, So uh, this week, I played uh, some hots, of course. Uh, We've been really on the train hard on that. I don't know um, why. Why have we been playing that game so much? I think it's because we get a bunch of loot boxes for and items not only for HOTS, but we also get stuff for Overwatch, which is the game ultimately we wish we were playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're like, hey, play this other game and we'll give you free stuff for the game you want to be playing. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. I, Dude, do this, I love the, the Nexus challenge thing they've been doing because we got 10 free loot boxes out of it last night. And that yeah. was awesome. For both games. Yeah. For both yeah. games, which is like, hey, you want me to play both your games? Give me free crap for both of them for playing them. Yeah, I will do that. Are they going to do that for Di- Diablo? I, I don't. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do the loot boxes. I don't know that it would really fit. 
because you get so much crap in that game anyway, just from grinding in like yeah. seasons. It's so not all the drops. Yeah, I don't. So I don't think that they would just give that away. You think they're going to do anything with Destiny Two? Yes, yes, I do. Because uh, I was reading something that they are already talking about or are doing loot boxes. Look, That's I mean, because awesome. they they do boxes. I mean, you do get. Don't you get like crates or something like that in there now? I've literally never played Destiny, so I know nothing about this game other than I, I fired it up once and I was like, "This is stupid," and I turned it off. Maybe, and I'm I know I'm in the, I'm in the minority there, but I did not like the game at all. I think I played up through the first expansion. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a mediocre shooter mixed with like really light MMO mechanics. You know, I I I, I like those kinds of games usually. If 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 there's any kind of loot. I'm all about that game, but I don't, something like Destiny turned me off really bad. Sean loves digital gambling. That's ultimately what it comes down to. <laughs> I just need to play like slot machines online, and then I'd just be content. Well, that's the thing. It can't. It can't be slot machines online. It's got to be something where he gets to yell at somebody else for being bad at the game, and then they give him something for free for doing better than that bad person. Uh, that's his life. <laughs> GambleLifeTX.com. Yeah. Yeah, lifetx.com. It's, it's your new, the new hot casino spot. life. Yeah, we're, we're changing the format. We're only going to talk about gambling. Right. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Had a win at the slots. Yeah, we're going to put a percentage on there, like uh, Blizzard has to in Korea or China or wherever. I want to know those percentages. Have they done that yet? I don't. I think they did, but I I haven't. I didn't even think to look. We should Google that. They did in China, didn't they? I think well, that's they, where were, the they had to. Like, if the game was going to be offered in China, they were going to have to reveal what the statistics are. Because the gambling is like a really big thing. It's a it's a problem. So it's like you know we're letting you know, hey, just so you know, if you're going to throw two hundred dollars at us, this is your percentage that you're going to get anything worth anything. Was that the reason why? Was because of like socially, it's an issue there. Yeah, that's why they passed the law. That yeah, that was the uh, that was the feel I got from it. But I know that like. See, I didn't know if it was just China being China or if it was like there was actual legitimate reason. Well, I know that in Asia, um, gambling is is kind of seen a little differently than it is here. Because I, I the the first online console, which I didn't know until I watched a video recently, uh, the very first console that had like pretty heavy online use was actually the uh, Famicom in Japan. Uh-huh. It had a modem uh, built like a attachment you could use, mm-hmm. and the only game that really worked with it was a a horse betting game so you would put this card in and it would it would update like the horse races that were coming up and you could place bets through your famicom and that that service was still in use till when nick when was it wasn't it like 2002 or something yeah some sometime early 2000s yeah it was going from famicom coming out until 2002 it was still like the primary way that a lot of people were making their their horse racing bets in That's Japan. insane. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. <laughs> I had no idea. I watched, I think it was Kelsey Llewellyn's video on it. Yeah, Kelsey Llewellyn. Yeah, it was super, super interesting. Um, but she, like, has one. It, it doesn't work anymore, but she has one. She was talking about it. She has, like, a copy of the little cartridge, and they showed, like, little clips of people, like, using it uh, in Japan from back in the day, like, how they were using it to, like, place bets. It was kind of weird, but I, I, I think that it's just, a, it's a, socially, I think it's got a different stigma. It's like here, it's got like a stigma, like it's a bad thing, but I think at least from what I've been seeing from videos like that, it seems like in Asia, it's not as like, oh, you're gambling? Oh, you know, as it is here. Um, it seems like it's more socially acceptable. Because we're all Puritans. That's right. 
That's right. We're not going to get into that because I will get myself in big trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'll get kicked off. <laughs> yeah, it will, it will be bad. Like you, I already have enough people wanting to give me knife hugs. I don't need <laughs> extra. I don't, I don't need to get religion against me too. Um, so the other game that I played was uh, Ballistic uh, Overkill. And it is weird. Uh, it's an $11 game. It only costs 11 bucks. That's a really strange cost. It's 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 I think it's like eleven ninety nine, and it is a more solid multiplayer shooter than some AAA games I've played in the last few years. The, con- the my server connection is always pretty good. I always get right in and out of a game. I I don't really have connection issues. I have had issues where like hitboxes and stuff won't work right because somebody else is lagging out. So that's kind of <laughs> weird. And I've noticed the community is really small. Like almost anytime I sign in, I'm playing with like the same group of twenty or thirty people. Like I've started recognizing names of people who are playing it. And it's kind of sad because the game is functionally really, really good. It's got different classes that you can um, play as. You can play as all the different classes. You know, you've got a sniper and a heavy weapons guy and a, a standard soldier and a, a grenader and like a ninja who's like a stealth assassin that can like go invisible while they're running. So they've got like all these different classes, no healer classes. That's their whole thing. Like everybody's uh, aggressive. Nobody's defensive. Um, and they've got different game modes that are pretty standard, you know, uh, deathmatch, capture the point, those kinds of game modes. They've got three, four, five maps. Um, they've got like a good amount of maps. Uh, the characters have unlocked. So like, you know, you play through, you know, if your character's like a level one, you can only pick from two guns, but when you're level two, you have three guns to pick from, and then you can make your kit. Uh, then once you get so many, once you, I forget the, there's a there's a box system like a crate system that's really broken wonky. Oh god! Yeah, I sent this to Sean. So the way if you to get a skin for one of your weapons, it's the most complicated thing ever. Yeah, you have to play for two solid hours, so it times you. So like I can play 15 minutes today, 15 minutes tomorrow, 15 minutes the next day, whatever. So once I get two two hours, I'll get a free crate. I can open that crate up. It'll have one weapon skin in it. Okay. I'm not eligible to get another crate for 48 hours after that. So it's super weird. Like I've, I've been playing, I think I've totaled 10 hours or something, but I only got two loot crates total. It's right. Cause you have to log in every two days to redeem that one. Yeah. It's really weird. It's very strange. It's a, it's a bad system, but I think if they could fix some of the weird connection issues with hitboxes, where if somebody has a slightly better internet connection, their hitbox works a little differently. If they could fix that and maybe get some social media behind them, I haven't seen a very strong social media presence from the guys who made it. And it's a really fun game. I've been having a good time with it, surprisingly. And I don't really like, I'm not like a big multiplayer online shooter guy. I'm not like, oh my God, I have to play this because it's a multiplayer online shooter. But for something that is kind of casual where you can just join in, play, you know, shoot, bang, bang, blah, 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 in between other things you're doing, it's a good game. It's really good. It's really solid for that. Um, I think the developers are like Portuguese or Brazilian. And uh, so there are a few things where it's like they'll make an announcement, but the English is broken and it's not really, it doesn't make any sense. And then they have to go in and fix the translation later. So I think some of that probably puts players off a little bit, but it doesn't have a lot of microtransactions. You can use microtransactions to buy like character skins if you want them but that doesn't really do anything for you other than make your character look a little different. Um, If you want like hats or other accessories in the game, all that stuff, you can earn it playing the game and you can't really buy it. 
so it's kind of neat. Like that's their whole thing. We don't have microtransactions. Nobody gets to be a healer. Um, fast paced gameplay in out, go play, you know, are their classes are all really different. It's really good. I was, I was really surprised. I thought it was going to be terrible. I really did. I bought it as a joke kind of like, <laughs> Oh, this will be good. Um, but I ended up having a lot of fun with it. So yeah, if you, if you're into shooters, uh, ballistic overkill, definitely worth looking into. I, I actually recorded some footage. I'm hoping to do like a little video review of it. So that's cool. Now, the last thing uh, that I played that Sean was kind of alluding to a little bit ago, uh, we got into the Lawbreakers demo. And uh, that's a video game. <laughs> well, well let's, first, let's clarify, it's, it's in beta. Yeah, that is a video game that somebody made. <laughs> they sure did. And, uh, okay, uh, so where do we start on this? It is a twitchy, twitchy shooter. Like it is. So if you ever played Titanfall, that like super quick, like people zipping around super fast, like having to make split decisions really quick. That's what this game is like on steroids. There's people flying everywhere because everybody's got a jetpack on. So it's, it reminds me a little bit of old tribes. Like if you remember like tribes two, like that kind of era where people could like float a little bit. Or like Unreal Tournament where you could jump super high, like some of those levels that were like on the moon and stuff. Nick, you probably remember those um, from the Quake and Unreal Tournament days. It plays a lot like those games, but it is bonkers crazy. Like crap is blowing up everywhere. There's people coming in from all directions. There's there's not really a good explanation about what the hell you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) Um, Some of the people who are playing are just losing their minds like the community is already <laughs> super toxic like some it's guy really bad yeah i was playing with a guy yesterday who was screaming into his microphone get on the point like he was like his mic was cracking he was screaming and losing his mind like not like haha i'm being funny like legitimately losing his mind at his team it was like i was like oh my god i always thought this people who were acting like that were a joke but it was no joke like this dude was seriously pissed i it was so bad and I think I made it, I was like, I got up to be like a level seven or level six and we stopped playing. And I told Sean, I'm like, I'm never gonna play that game again. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. It's so unfun. Like the characters, there's not enough difference in the characters. Some of the weapons, especially for like the healers and stuff feel super, super weak. They're not even like, it would have been one thing to make them do little damage, but they just are not functional. They're like almost this, this terrible grenade launcher that does no damage. It doesn't have splash damage or anything. It sucks. I don't know. Like all the weapons I use were bad. Some of the character abilities don't really work right. Like there's one character that's supposed to be able to like throw out a zip line that they can whip around. Um, like it can like stick in the wall that can pull themselves to it and it'll like make them kind of like whip past an item. If they throw it like in the center of a room, it doesn't work all the time. It just quits working sometimes. Uh, alts are really weird and some of them don't really work. I, I, it's just, it's, it's kind of janky and People were really excited for it online. It was that one that had like, I think Ice Cube did the trailer for it. It was just a bunch of, you know, cursing and adult language. It was a bunch of harsh language. Was it Ice Cube or Ice-T? I don't remember. Some, I think it was Ice-T. I think you're right. Some cold man. Yeah, some cold man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You yeah. guys know who the designer is for that game, right? That's Nexon. No, that's the publisher. That's the publisher. Boss Key or Big Key or something like that? Yeah, Boss Key Productions. Do you know who the... That's the developer. Do you know who the main designer is, though? Was it like... Um, not gonna work here anymore? It was Cliffy B. <laughs> it was Cliffy B, yep. So is this like Cliffy B's Day Katana? Is that, is that what just happened? 
Dude. Anyone? I don't even know. I don't even know. So it, functionally, I would say it's more functional than Daikatana. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it is, it, is, it is not something that if you are a fan of old school PC gaming that you, you should get all excited about. Oh. Uh, play the play the demo we get nick we gave you a copy of one of it's the a keys. beta it's the beta it's a, the beta sorry i'm sorry beta nick we gave you a copy of the beta key you should play it and then we'll talk about it next episode uh for sure fair enough you, you are from that era and you love uh you know the quake unreal like that was your jam back in the day mm-hmm. i'm an old man I hear well, you. I, no, that's not that. <laughs> I think you playing this, you might have a different perspective on it than Sean and I do. Okay, but it's a really bad mesh of really bad old PC uh, stereotypes crammed on top of something that wanted to be a slick, fast-paced shooter. It ends up just being a jumbled mess that doesn't work. It's Ugh. it's a nightmare. I, I I get really frustrated in games that I can't play. The learning curve on this thing is super high. Yeah. Like, okay, Titanfall is a good example. I liked the first Titanfall. A lot of people didn't, but I liked the first Titanfall. I could actually play the game and enjoy it. So I bought Titanfall 2. Like, as soon as it came out, I bought the game. Popped it in, played a little bit, and I turned it off. I have not put it back in because I literally can't do anything in that game without dying. Like, the single player is really good in that game, but <clears throat> multiplayer, I just couldn't do it. And that's how I feel about this game. And this is the, that's the only thing that's there is multiplayer. There's no single player campaign or anything like this. It's a, uh, you know, online only gotta have friends or you play with strangers. And I just, <laughs> I, I did not, I didn't do well at the game. And I, I think that's, it. I think if I was really good at games like this, I might like it, but it's, it seems very broken playing it. Like it's really unbalanced. There's no matchmaking at all. Like you, it just throws you in a room with people. Just that same issue that with, I had with Titanfall too. You're not playing. You're level one. You're not playing with level ones. You're playing with like people that are like max level, because that's who's playing the game. So they're gonna throw you in a, in a game with those people. And that's I think that's gonna be one of the big issues here. And and hopefully they could fix that. But at its core, this game's not. It's not something I want to play. It might be something that other people want to play, but it's just not. It's not good. <laughs> I, and it makes me sad that it wasn't good because I, I had high hopes for it, even though, you know, I, I don't know. Stylistically, it's really neat. Like the it concept is really neat. Like, hey, you can you can fly around. You can go anywhere. It's it's fast paced. Like it sounds really cool on paper, but in execution, it's weak. Um, I did kind of like the the mode that we were playing in the mo- the mode that we played in most of the time we played because we played a few rounds. Was it the battery uh, one? It was the battery one, which I th- actually kind of liked. So it's it's kind of like a capture the point. So you there, it, you have to get this battery. You have to go to a point where the battery is at. Stand on the point. Wait for the battery you, to get the battery's shield to go down. You have to stand near the battery. Once the shield goes down, you can pick the battery up and take it back to your base. Well, you can get killed on your way to the base. That gives the enemy team a chance to steal. But again, they have to wait for the shield to go down when you drop it. So if you can get it back to your base, you can plug it into a socket inside of your base, and then you have to defend that room from the enemy team coming in and stealing it back. And once it gets to 100%, whichever bay it ends up in, because it holds its charge, whichever bay it's in at 100%, um, that sends like a death ray to the other team's base and blows it up. So it's kind of interesting, like the like it's kind of a neat take on a multiplayer mode, but it, that w- 
that just made it even more confusing when the characters were so wonky and the controls were weird and things didn't quite work right. That made it even worse to play. So I, I don't know, Nick, seriously though, I think that Nick's might have a different opinion on it, which I think is why I would like him to play it and then let us know how he feels about it. Yeah. I'm definitely interested in trying it, but uh, yeah. So uh, that was pretty much all I played this week. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we have an opinion topic that Sean came up with. So he's going to talk at you and you don't have to listen to my stupid voice for a couple of minutes. So we will be right back. Hang on. Okay, we are back. Thank you for sitting through those ads for Pizza Hut or whatever thing that they put before us because I don't ever know what it is until I listen to it. So uh, we appreciate it. It's different for every market too. Awesome. What you hear may not be what I hear because I heard one for a college and you probably did not hear that same one. No, I probably am not going to go to college in Texas. No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) So so, uh, no, I'm guessing I didn't. So we were talking about before the show started, I'd picked out a couple of news topics and. And I smited them. Yeah. We, Sean thought maybe it would be cool to take a break from the news topics and try to do something more opinion related. So we're going to give that a try and hopefully you guys appreciate it. If you do let us know, if you don't let us know. So we kind of know which direction to go with this, but uh, yeah, for now I'm going to pass it over to Sean and he can let us know what he was thinking for our topic. All right. So this is my idea. <laughs> I, uh, we always talk about like, what's a good game? What's a bad game? And, and that really made me sit down and, and reflect on that. It's like, okay, what does make a good game? What, what is it about games that I play that I'm like, oh, this is an awesome game or this is a terrible game. So that's kind of what I wanted to have. Like, I guess like a round table discussion between the three of us It's I want to ask you guys and I want y'all to tell me, what do you think makes a good game or a great game? So, uh, Nick, let's start with you. What do you honestly feel is makes up one of these games that you love to sit down and play? Uh, what makes up, you know, good? I, I think that's changed over the years for me. Um, I think a I'm the type of player that likes to get involved with a world. So I like things that are visually appealing, but I like a lot of freedom, uh, like a Fallout game or you know something of that nature. Um, I like things that provide me with a clear uh, win condition. So I, I like to know like this is the thing that I need to do to make this game stop, but I like it to give me a lot of avenues that I can explore. So I, I think for me, it's it's a lot of exploration and freedom uh but with a clear win condition so that you know i can i can actually see how the story ends i also like story i i think that's so you, you just described breath of the wild you do <laughs> you do realize that right forever alone games i think, I think that's the story, it. You just said, i like forever alone games. i do like forever alone games but <laughs> but but the thing is like you're not limited to that though because you were a super big wow guy uh vanilla wow Mm-hmm. So, and for me, that's the exact reason that I, for the same reasons that you would like WoW or the same reasons that I can't get into MMOs. Oh, because of the exploration, there's so much to do. No, I like that part. The part I don't like is... You don't like people. 
Well, that too. Uh, I don't like people, and there is no ending. Like there's there is an end game, but to me, it's unfulfilling because the world ultimately is unchanged by whatever I do in the end game until the next expansion. Right until the next expansion. But see, I don't. When I beat a game, I want to see the progression. Like if when you're playing uh, Bloodborne's a great example. When I'm playing through Bloodborne and I beat a boss, the sky goes from from dark to light. So I I know that I'm I'm making progression, or you know in games like i'm trying to think of something that's okay so like halo which i don't i don't really like halo like i'm not a big halo guy but like you play through an area and you're like on a ship you're the next area you're gonna have a cutscene in between the ship crashes now you're on a planet and the ship is gone you can't go back to the ship stuff like mm-hmm. that so i like that um, but for you are those mini goals enough to keep you going like get from point a to point b that's enough i love bioshock uh, i love the entire bioshock series um uh, again, there was, I think it was more the world, uh, kind of the story behind it that really just kind of kept me going. And uh, the action, uh, I liked the ability to experiment a little bit, I guess, also. So being able to play with the different plasmids and, uh, you know, see like which ones work the best for you and stuff like that. I, I do enjoy that. I'm, I'm not a huge crafter. I, I don't, like games where you just sit there and you craft things or you're making, making a lot of different types of foods that you need to make. Not, not huge into that, but I I do like the ability to play with uh, different powers and stuff like that and kind of see how they stack up together. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, I can, I can see that for, for me, Mm-hmm. Um, I think that my my biggest qualm. I think I'm with you on that. Like I've changed as I get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, play the the actual playability of the game is a requirement for me. Because there are some games that I can look back on and go, man, I really like that game. And I go back and play. I'm like, these controls suck and they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, specifically like things that were on Nintendo 64 or the original mm-hmm. PlayStation. You know, before we had access to the sticks that we're we're all accustomed to now, or the keyboard and mouse the way that we're accustomed to it now. There's some games that like I, I go back and play them and I'm like, this is garbage compared to what now like Doom. Every once in a while I go back and try and play Doom and I'm like, holy hell, this is trash. This is trash. I hate playing this game. Are you talking about like classic Doom where there's yeah. no like uh, yeah. there's no Y axis? Yeah, exactly. And like you know, they want you to use the arrow keys and all that crap. It's like I ain't doing that. Um, does that even work? Yeah, I don't understand. What do you mean? What do you mean it's not W? I don't understand. But then, you know, there's people <laughs> like my wife who don't play games. Like, they sit down and they go, why am I using arrow keys? That's dumb. And I'm like, yeah, but because when we were kids, you did use arrow keys. But then somebody was like, nobody used the WAS, so he used my right hand on the mouse. And then it's like a whole thing. And that person was smart. And that person yes, was Yes, they were. And they were better than everybody else. And they let them know every day. <laughs> so for me, I think it's like playability, first of all. Um, I like a sense of exploration, but I also like a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's why I don't I don't like open-ended stories. Um, I, I like my game to tell me a story. I'm a big fan of... Uh, I used to love Resident Evil when I was a kid. Um, I really love The Last of Us. They're stories that have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and then they're done. They're, they're self-contained. Narratives. Yeah, they're narratives. There's the, the, I feel like the story was there first, almost, mm-hmm. uh, and the gameplay is built around it, which I think mm-hmm. is to me is important. But that for me, that's what makes a good game. And then on the same, on a, on a different side of the same token, uh, I think you could put things like Overwatch where there is a world around it, but it's just such a well-designed game that, that just plays 
comfortably. Like there's, there's games that you can just hop right into and you just know how to play them. You just feel good playing them. Everything works the way you think it should. Buttons and controls are just mapped the way, you know, you think they should be without you touching anything. They just feel good. They're comfortable for you. Overwatch is that way for me. I can hop right into that game and instantly know what, what buttons I need to hit for which characters, what abilities do just by kind of playing with them really quick. It was an easy pickup for me. Mm-hmm. I think that also makes a good game for me if it's really well designed, really well balanced, really well, um, really functional. Well, see, and for me, it's a harder response because I think I feel like there's there's a triad within my being. So there's three parts or three sides to me, depending on like what my uh, my mood at the any given time could be. So one side of me, I really like games that there is that exploration, that there's crafting, that there's anything like that. That really draws me in. And if there's any type of a loot system, that is even better. Gambling. It's not. <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even talking about stuff like Overwatch or HOTS or anything like what that. Do you have uh, a reward system. Like what, I requested to get this thing. Yeah, exactly. So, also, I played WoW back in the day, all right? And that was the one thing I loved was I didn't care that there was no end, that I could keep doing the same raids over and over again until I had the best, you know, gear in the game and, you know, whatever. Like, that's cool, but I was more interested in I want to get the best gear in the game. I I don't care what boss I have to go to to do it, but I just want to keep going, going because I never had the best gear because I was never in like some any like super hardcore guild. So that that made it a little more fun with for me because I just played with my friends. I have to add that to my answer too. I'm definitely a loot whore. Yeah, see, and, and and that really drives me. So that's like one piece to my puzzle. Okay, the next thing is I like games. I, I love retro games. So another thing I look for is I like games that kind of understand simplicity. And it's just because I play a lot of indie games as well. And indie games that have a very clear and concise, this is what you're doing. This is how you do it. Here's your basic controls. And you can, it, with that, you could, you know, there's there's no struggle because you understand it. Playing a lot of games now I'll sit down and be like, what the hell am I supposed to do? I can't figure this out. And that that's too many times do do I sit down and play a game that's just like overcomplicated for the sake of being complex. All the MechWarrior games, Lawbreakers. There's like 68,000 buttons you have to remember. Uh, that's my problem right <laughs> now playing Sniper Ghost Warrior 3 is I love the game. But there's so many buttons that on the keyboard you have to remember what they do. Like, oh, there's a button for crawl, and then you got to remember how to equip like your your stand for your sniper rifle. And then there's a one that slows down time, and then there's a button that holds your breath. And it's just like, oh, and then there's other buttons to adjust your your scope on your gun. It's just like there's too much stuff here. And I get that it's 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 not supposed to be like an arcade game, but still. Uh, any any game that understands a good balance between simplicity and a good end experience those are those are really important to me yeah that's i have a friend who's super into arma and he like he like he works with a pretty big community i'm actually trying to get him and the guy that owns his community on to do like a quick interview 
um, he like helps mod this really like this pretty popular Arma server and he's super into it. And I tried to play Arma one time. I'm like, no, there's dude. how many buttons to do stuff in this? Like there's a different button to crouch. There's a different button to craft. There's a different button to aim. You know, you, you got to switch firing modes and what, you know, what, a, what's on your gun and what position you're standing in. And then you've got to work with your team to figure out like how you're going to move through an area. And I'm like, dude, that's way over my head. Like that is too much stuff. <laughs> like I feel overwhelmed in games that, you know, are resource management games. And those can, those can overwhelm me with far less things to remember on the key. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love games like that. But you're, but that's because you want to work towards the goal. Hey, you get a reward. If you manage this area, well, then you're going to earn X, Y, or Z. If, if you manage this well, you get to build a bigger, better building. If you manage this well, you get to build bigger, bigger better troops. Yeah. For me, I don't I don't get that out of that. I like things like Command and Conquer. I like I like Dawn of War. I like those kinds of things just because yeah, there's combat in it and there's some strategic elements to it, but ultimately like I'm exploring the map. Where's this other person? Where's the thing? And like that kind of falls into like my my genre tastes, I think. Cause I and I don't think genre taste should necessarily come into what makes a good game. Because it, if I had to pick a genre, I'd say I really like horror, but some of my favorite games are not horror games. I like the WWE games. I like especially the ones on N64, the old ones, the old stupid yeah, ones like WCW and yeah, those are great games, but those have nothing to do with horror. They're just really fun games to play because they're functional. They work the way you feel like they should. You can fall in there and just play with anybody. Anybody can, can sit down and just control it. Like it just works great. It just works. And uh, you know, for me again, like I said, I like horror. I like adventure. So ultimately I'm going to be drawn to games that are in those genres, but Unfortunately, those genres are flooded with really subpar titles. Yeah. And that includes my beloved Resident Evil, which, by the way, I've mentioned before that Last of Us knocked a game off my top of my list. The original Resident Evil on PS1 was my favorite game of all time until I played The Last of Us. Yes, it's a broken, janky mess when you play it now. Yes, it's campy as hell. But I love campy movies, and I love zombies, and I love the PS1, and I love that I saw that when I was, you know, I saw that in 1998 or whatever. And in 1998, I'm what, like 15? And I'm going, oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? This is the best thing I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just, I did my math wrong there, didn't I? <laughs> it doesn't matter. 84. <laughs> yeah, no, that's about right. I'm about 14. So, um, yeah, but you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, when I, that, that to me, even going back and playing it, I got all those good feelings and that great, like, oh man, I love this. Even the tank controls everything. I'm just like, yeah, this is great. But uh, when I played Last of Us... Some of that's nostalgia, though. Some of that's nostalgia, but when you play The Last of Us, that is a newer game that Mm -hmm. gave me those same feelings of excitement about playing and adventuring and being a part of that world, but Mm -hmm. had better controls and a better, less campy story and characters I actually cared about. So, you know, I think that I can adapt, but ultimately, I still like that same thing. You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, that, that really is just an updated version of this thing I already liked. So I think the genre plays a little bit into it, but mostly it's that playability. I'm I'm okay with that too. Like I'm okay. Like when I find a game that I really like, if they want to give me another one of those, I mean, I've, I've played Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4. Like I'm okay with them saying, here's more of that thing that you like. Um, we've changed a couple of things, but it's pretty much the same game. I noticed you, you forgot one and two in there. <laughs> uh, those, those, are those should different. not count. Those should not count. 
Shots fired. <laughs> You'll get caught up in the what? Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, see, I, I liked uh, Fallout Three and New Vegas, but I didn't like Fallout Four. Okay, you were just mad because you couldn't kill everybody. Yeah, I didn't like that. I'm gonna be able to bump a dude off if he pisses me off. That's the whole thing. That's why I play Fallout. That ain't how it works, sir. <laughs> I played. I started playing Wasteland Two. It was like the, one of the team teams that worked on the original two Fallouts. Yeah. And in that game, I can just blow away whoever I want. It was great. Played that it. the other day. Good time. Anyway. So the last little bit to my requirements for a good game is I love games that are really hard. And this is another one of my, you have to perform a balancing act. I hate games. Okay. <laughs> talking about lawbreakers. It is so hard, but it's hard out the door. Like, you start the game and just figuring out how to get into the game is hard, let alone the gameplay. So that's that's the bad end of the spectrum. And then Dark I don't Soul. like... Well, see, I don't like Dark Souls because it has shitty controls. And then it's hard. So... <laughs> There you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna make as many people mad as I can. All you, all we you just lost love, all of our listeners just now. Anyone who loves those those what, from software games, you know, you can get out of my face. I don't care. Dark Souls is very Japanese, though. I mean, it's very like okay. See, yeah. but I love I love bullet hell shooters. All right, well, yeah. those are the hardest games you could play. Yeah, fall down them. on your face, get back up. Fall down on your face, get back up. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I like games like that. I like the I love the uh, the angry video game nerd game. Did either of y'all play that? I have not. Oh, it's really good, but it's hard. It is incredibly hard, but it's not it's not just hard for the sake of hard. It's hard because it's more of a it, it was poking fun at, at at other games that you know old retro games that were really really difficult. But that was mm-hmm. just kind of the that was the culture then they didn't really think about oh we need to make this accessible by everyone now it's i made a game and i'm gonna make it as hard as i want to <clears throat> so i like i like games like that or in the blind forest another example of course another platformer that game is at the beginning it's it's really it's a nice curve to how difficult it is but once you start climbing that mountain that doesn't stop and what by the time you're at the last boss, I, I went I, I had to go probably about a hundred times to beat the last there's like a speed running section at the at the very end of the game. I had to probably do it a hundred times because you cannot make a single mistake. That was my favorite part of the game. I loved how hard it was. I just I have no sympathy for games that that cater to the lowest common denominator core reason why i left world of warcraft that was my jam when i was in college i love that game so much and once that slow progression towards oh we need to get more fans because you know everyone and their mom needs to be able to play this game and they kept dumbing it down more and more and more until it got to the point where i was just like this is not the original game i played i played in the beta i played vanilla I played every expansion up to Mist, and that's really when I stopped. And then I played a little bit of the newest one, and then I stopped again. And it was just every time I stopped and started playing again, it was a different game. It was a completely different game. And you could, and that's that's the bitch that everyone who played Vanilla has was, oh, they they dumped it down. They made it too easy. And, and that is that is my complaint. And I see both sides of that, but it just, 
it didn't have that depth and complexity that I fell in love with when I originally started playing the game. So that is also a a sign of the times though, too. That's what the big thing is. People who are like, it's so hard to maintain an original version of any game anymore because everything's got day one updates. So you're never going to be able to pop that disc in your system and just play it after those updates aren't available anymore. Yep. Unless you just never put the game in the drive, waited till PSN network didn't exist anymore and then threw it in. That'd be the only way you'd be able to get that game without the updates or the changes that they made. And it's not necessarily about the changes because you're talking about updates like that. That's usually like bug fixes and stuff like that. With like things like, I'll go back to World of Warcraft, okay? That game is a constant living and breathing entity, okay? It is always changing. And I love that about it. But when it's constantly changing to the point where, one, you have no control over it, okay? Because like, okay... If, uh, like, let's say a new version of a game comes out, okay, that's essentially what every World of Warcraft patch is. It's a new version of the game, like, like two, three, four, five, six, whatever, okay? <clears throat> so, Dark Souls. You play Dark Souls 1, okay, you like it, okay, play through it, you beat it, all right, cool, Dark Souls 2 comes out, you play it. It might be slightly different, it might be slightly dumbed down, but you can always go back to Dark Souls 1, pop mm-hmm. it in, and you still have that thing. With things like WoW, I have no option to go back and play that original thing that I fell in love with unless I'm wanting to go to like a private like bootleg server. Yeah, that's on Blizzard though. Because no, it and is. here's and the that's, thing. That's their that's that's their that's their mentality and, and that's the culture at Blizzard. I get that. But that's one of my my issue the biggest issues I, I had with that game was the fact that they did change it and it was no longer that game. It was so far away from that original game that I fell in love with. Right, and that's that's what people were talking about, uh, like uh, Mass Effect 3, right? They changed the ending of Mass Effect 3 after the game had already been launched and people had beat it. Yeah. Because people were mad about it. Yeah. But that's just an ending, though. That's not the core mechanics of a game. But but you're never going to be able to go back and experience that now. Yeah. As the game was supposed to be played, so I don't right. know. And I, and I tend to agree with you. I think that uh, I, I worry about the ability to to archive games as they are now. Um, because it it is important for, for people who are young now to be able to experience the games that they loved when they were kids, because they're not going to have that nostalgia that we have. We, we can go buy buy a a super Nintendo game or whatever, or we can get a ROM of it. Yeah. It was static. They're not going to be able to have that opportunity. And that's, that's, that's kind of sad. Yeah. So, I mean, I think (laughs) that's, that's a sign of the times and it's, it is a bummer to think about that. Yeah for this generation, especially the ones who are just discovering video games and who are going to have these really great memories of their, you know, when they were 10 or 12 years old and they played their first video game and loved it. Hopefully they're not waiting until they're 10 years old to play a video game. No. Yeah. Look at all the people growing up on uh, Minecraft now, you know, there's, I feel bad for those people. It keeps, well, how many more people like we need like a little, little tally at the bottom. There's a disclaimer. Hey, no, it (laughs) it needs to be like a, just like a rolling count of, of how many franchises that everyone loves. I'm just like stabbing a park stick at. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But you know what? (laughs) Let's be fair. Most of them have been me. So you're just leveling the playing field. (laughs) Like you might get a hug stab now too. We'll see. Uh, But yeah, that me getting off on a tangent, but yeah, my three things are, I like games that are hard, but reasonably hard and have a decent learning curve i like games that are have some kind of a loot system to them and then um some that are you know i also share that simplicity that's my thing that's what i like in in my games well um yeah i think that that was that was pretty interesting like it was interesting to hear what 
I'm actually surprised about what each of you guys thought uh, made a good game. Uh, I, I kind of thought I knew, but I guess, especially for Nick, I guess I didn't really think about some of your points that, that you had and, and what would make a good game for you. I just assume if there's spaceships in it and it's forever alone, it's for you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we're, we're about out of time here. So um, really quickly before we leave, I wanted to mention that uh, if you haven't yet, you should totally go over to nerdlifetx.com to read any articles, see any of our other podcasts that have gone up. That's going to be your landing page for everything we do, social media, uh, any projects we do, everything goes there first. So definitely check that out. Uh, we have merch available for the podcast. So if you want a really cool t-shirt with all three of our stupid faces on them, a little, you know, hey, idiots talk about gaming, uh, head on over to nerdlifetx.com and click on that store link. Uh, you should be able to buy them there. So it helps out the, the site. It helps out the podcast. It, we really appreciate anybody who buys one of those. And I will give you a high five if you wear one when I see you in person. So that's kind of fun. Uh, each one of us has our own social media where you can follow what we do. Uh, Sean, why don't you tell everybody how to find you? Uh, I am at GWS Raincore, R-A-I-N-K-O-R-E, and you can find me on Twitter for the most part. Uh, if you want to follow the website, which I encourage you to because we are starting to give away a bunch of cool stuff like video games and swag and things like that, um, you could follow us at NerdLifeTX on literally everything, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and uh, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, how about you, Nick? I'm Zero Ping. That's uh, Z3R0PNG. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and catch me hosting uh, the Game Stories podcast on iTunes and Google Play. I currently have uh, two in the pipe, so we should be uh, seeing those released here pretty shortly. Cool, cool. Awesome. And uh, I am uh, NitroWeasel3K on everything, uh, including my game handle and everything. So definitely uh, look for me on just about any social media platform. Uh, Look for me on Blizzard. Look for me on Steam. Look for me wherever. We can definitely hang out. I also host another uh, podcast called um, Nerds at Drive-Ins. We did two episodes already. I think that Nick might actually be a guest on another one here to correspond with an article he's probably writing Mm -hmm. since uh, a big movie just came out that he's a big fan of. He loves him some alien. So I um, thought it was going to be Lego Batman, Lego Batman. (laughs) No. Yeah. So we might do a little round table about the alien movie to go along with an article he's possibly writing. So keep your eye open for that. Uh, I also wanted to remind everybody that uh, Sean and I will be at GeekFest 2017 at CTC in Texas. Uh, it's awesome. It's going to be a great time. We're going to be doing, um, um, we're going to be giving talks about podcasting. We're going to be doing the podcast live. We'll probably have a few guests come in and out on it. We're going to be doing some cool stuff with retro games, doing competitions for prizes, all that fun stuff. So definitely look up CTC GeekFest on Facebook or follow us uh, nerd life TX on all of our social media or go to nerdlifetx.com for more information about geek fest. Uh, it's really awesome. It's the, it's like one of the only times uh, a year that Sean and I are in the same state. So if you want to <laughs> see both of us at one spot or you want to be able to, you know, knife hug both of us at once, that's your perfect opportunity. <laughs> so I'll uh, say uh, just a little side note about GeekFest that it's August 18th, 19th, and 20th at uh, Central Texas College, and that is in Colleen, Texas, so right next to, to Fort Hood. 
And yeah. uh, if you guys, if you guys want to check out their website, it's geekfest.ctcd.edu, and uh, you can check it out, buy tickets. You can uh, follow them on Facebook and all that good stuff. It should be, it'll be a blast. We've done yeah. it for, I've done it for the past four years, and this will be Matt's second time. Yeah, it'll be my second year there. And also, they have really great deals on hotels if you keep an eye on their social media over on their Facebook. So that's really cool. So if you're coming in from out of state or you you live a little far away from there, you can get a hotel for like like 50 or 60 bucks, I think, is their deal. Yeah, it's pretty so, cheap. Yeah, it's really cheap. It's really inexpensive. So hope to see you guys out there. Uh, beyond that, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe no matter where you're hearing this. Uh, we're on just about everything. But our preferred method is if you are going to leave us a comment about the podcast, Five stars only, please. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. So go ahead and go over to iTunes, leave us a comment, and give us a rating. It really helps us out. It moves us up in the ranking system so other people can find the podcast. Make sure that you let your friends know about the podcast. Or better yet, if you drive your coworkers to lunch at work or something, just throw our stupid voices on while you're in the car. Make them listen to us. Maybe we'll get more fans that way. If you think they'll hate us, then definitely don't do that. You know your friends better than I do. So uh, just try and tell two friends about the podcast. It helps us out. We've seen some really great growth in the last month. Um, we really appreciate everything you guys do for us. And it's really awesome that we are able to continue to do this and that we get a lot of interaction from this and uh, people are finding us, discovering us and enjoying what we do. That means a lot to us. So keep you know, letting people know about the podcast, keep passing this along, share this on your social media. If you see it come up in your feed, um, you know, tell your mom, dad, brother, sister, best friend to listen. Uh, that would do us a, a really big favor. So we'd appreciate if you do that until next time we are out of here. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Game over, man. Bye. <laughs>